Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates gamblers fans of the nfl shield fantasy football players maybe mlb fans maybe nhl fans maybe just fans of cashing motherfucking tickets far and wide welcome in to episode number 144 of the talking the line podcast on this beautiful Tuesday of bets also known as TTL NFL previous week recap and overreaction Tuesday also known as so you don't have to check your calendar October 12th that's right one two flying through the month 2021 I can't thank you enough for joining us I appreciate you guys so much from the bottom of my heart we have plenty to talk about today plenty of nonsense is to be had but before we get into all of that please take a few moments to smash <laughs> prematurely from my partner but as always that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl podcast on hey if you are watching on youtube might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional ttl crew content dropping but if you are listening not watching listening on your uh, favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well as we do release the audio of every live show after it is complete next item up on the docket if you could be so kind and after you get done smashing that subscribe button go ahead and smash that like button too leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat what's up Juan good to see you this morning man appreciate you tuning in live shout out uh also hit that share button Send it on over to your friends, brothers, sisters, uncles, enemies, neighbors, anybody in between. TTL Pod is for all. First time better. Daily Degenerate. We love each and every one of you. Let's bankrupt these books. Can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do. And it only helps us make this TTL sports media rocket ship go bigger, faster, and better and stronger to the moon. Next item up on the list. But the last item up on the list. Make sure you head back on over to this episode's description after you get done doing all of that aforementioned jazz and uh, check out the Talking the Line link tree. There you will see the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crews, social platforms, and our additional content so you, the consumer, can indulge in all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, it is fall flannel weather season here in the Windy City. My partner is not as much of a chili bones as I am, but I am your chili, humble, honored, and grateful host, Colton, Captain Colt, Colt 45, Sroka. Thank you so much for stopping by. Can't tell you how much I appreciate you. We got a loaded show on tap as always. 
Usually gets a little bit wild. We say some crazy shit on these shows, but, uh, you know, we have the good vibes coming in nonetheless. Loaded show to uh, bring to you guys here today. We'll talk about everything coming up on tap, but I have done one thing that I need to, or have not done one thing, rather, that I really need to do. It's got me so backwards that I haven't done it that I can't even speak straight yet. I have failed in my duties as a host to bring in my co-host. A man who sits to my left every damn morning on this here podcast and every single Wednesday on the Wise Words podcast in a box to my left. You know him as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, resident TTL Southsider and game for hopeful and resident TTL cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley R. Max Magnuson. Barner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, you know, it was slow news day slash evening last night, so, you know, nothing crazy going on on the, uh, you know, in the old sports world here, but uh, I'm pretty damn solid. You mentioned my Sox game four today, hanging on for dear life this afternoon. I feel pretty damn okay. Uh, pretty damn okay. Pretty is, damn okay uh, yeah, is a pretty good damn way to okay. put that. Optimistic, but obviously uh-huh. nervous. But hey, it's Bears Packers week, as we mentioned last, uh, last show yesterday, so I'm geared up for that. And I think it's going to be a hell of a day, hell of a week. So I'm ready to get rocking, my man. Hell of a day, hell of a week. Good morning, everybody. Filtering in. Wonderful to see you. Uh, We'll talk about the Chiefs. We'll talk about all types of stuff. I'm not sure if they are Super Bowl favorites. uh, Who's ever popping in there? I'll let you know. We'll talk about that once we get to that. It's it's the Week 5 recap, baby. So we got plenty to discuss. Now, uh, first things first here. What the hell are we discussing? As always, thanks for joining me, partner. Great to see you, even though you are wearing that bullshit Packers green on a week like this and on this here fucking podcast, pal. Surprise, I don't, surprise. I don't fucking appreciate it. Surprise, surprise. But I did fail as my duties as wearing a little bit of navy and orange, and uh, I did yesterday. You repped your socks. I got to get back on the train. Either right. way, you will see plenty of banter between the resident... Chicago Bears fan, Bear Don, and the resident Green Bay Packers fan, the cheesehead he will be for this entire week. We got plenty to discuss, plenty to talk about. We will go through each and every game, just like we always do. We'll break it all down uh, game by game. We will uh, talk about the um, some of the key betting trends, some of the key um, takeaways that we got from each game, the overall outlooks, yada, 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 all that good stuff. So we'll talk about all that in today's show so stick around we got a loaded one coming to you we'll also uh have the usual rmag sidebar we'll uh go a little bit back and forth there we'll uh talk about some upcoming slates maybe got some additional bets today we got a little uh college football tonight tuesday, college football eh? tuesday college football on tap so i'm looking forward to that i may or may not already have a play out of that game May or may not have a little ice hockey. A little hockey. A little hockey action going, going on for on? you here. Uh, a couple of expansion teams battling it out. I may yes, or may sir. not have a play on tonight. So we'll talk about all of that action at the end of the show. And then, as always, uh, you don't just come here for the analysis right. for the best bets, all that stuff. You get a little inspiration, motivation sprinkled on in at the very end of the show. I got a little... Um, I don't know what the hell you call it. You know, you, you you sit back when you were a little kid. They tell you, close your eyes. I'm going to tell you a story and visualize this, whatever. Visualize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got one of, those, one of those to come at you today on Motivation Minutes. And uh, going to be a quick little story. It's about uh, letting go of worry and your anxiety. So stick around. You need a little extra inspiration, motivation at the end of today's show. But for now, my friends, it is time to get into the entire, the full, the complete week five recap. 
But before we do, I apologize. We are a full we transparency over a show. Little bit, eh? Son of a bitch. I apologize. I totally forgot. Let's go back. We are a full transparency show here at the TTL pod. And that all being said, we have to talk about our bets, best bets of the day whenever we have them, whenever they lose, <laughs> whenever they win. Trying to gloss over it any way I can because it was another shitty day. It what was. in the world is going on in the NFL? I think we've got out all the sacrifices we possibly could just quickly on the screen. There they are, live and in prime time. Partners play all the way over on the opposite side. Marquise Brown under 54 and a half. Looked beautiful f- through the first three quarters. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the uh, Ravens decided to turn it on. I do believe that's the team they're going to be this year. We'll talk about it a little bit more in depth, but what the hell. Might have some kicker blood in us. Week five was the week of uh, you know bad kicker play. Or we just got some kicker blood in us? Uh, quite possibly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, and it doesn't feel great, man. I really don't like it. No. And, just uh, uh, you know, brush it off. Mind of a goldfish, as we always say. Mind of a goldfish, but uh, you know. Maybe uh, maybe that is some of that kicker vibes. It was one hey. of, was a week for that. It but, did not uh, end last night. Also, the under, I have no idea in bloody hell how that total went over. Um, I mean, yeah. I do. It, it absolutely was bananas in garbage time, and the Ravens ended up walking it off in overtime. I told you I did not foresee overtime. That was actually one of my key, yeah. uh, key selling points. Yeah. And son of a bitch, there we got overtime because the old blue horseshoe can't close it out. But we'll talk about that more in depth later. Don't you worry. Back to the week five recap. Speaking of, I realized uh, the producer of this show, whoever is this show, we usually have it pointed down just a little bit more than usual, but uh, I just noticed that uh, kind of out of the blue. You probably would have no. never noticed that either way, <laughs> but hey, now you do. Either way, rocking and rolling with the entire week five preview all right here we are it has now officially come first things first if you haven't been here before you wouldn't know you wouldn't have any idea what we're about to do but you're about to quickly find out so first things first since it is the freshest game in our mind partner since Ah. it's the one we have last thought about saw on on tap i uh will admit as the honorable man I am, may or may not have fallen asleep mm, before all this fucking madness uh, happened. Kick the night. old feet up, eh? I most assuredly did, my yeah. friend. I owe you all an apology for that fourth quarter and beyond. I did go back and watch it, but not as intently as I would have and if I would have been on Twitter as well. So my apologies, my sincerest, serious apologies. But um, it's the way she goes sometimes. Partner. With me kicking my feet up, uh, before we do, actually, we got one more bridge to cross, but uh, <laughs> we'll, get there eventually. we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Cheers to me and you. Hey, all you beautiful people. Hey, we, hey, we're not superstitious. We're just a little stitious. Everything keeps rocking and rolling. Take your sip. Let's get the fuck on with it. Partner, please kick it off, if you would be so kind. Oh, shit, because I'm going to need another sip of that. Okay. What are you feeling about the Indianapolis Colts, the Baltimore Ravens? We're obviously on the under. Anything you can draw from a gambling perspective and your thoughts overall, sir? You know, it was interesting, man. Obviously, we're kind of still scratching our head that that game didn't go under because you have 10 to 3 at half. Both these defenses are throwing random, not random looks, like different looks at each team, throwing them off their game. 
And then Lamar Jackson in the second half decided that he's, uh, you know, fixed all of his throwing issues all of a sudden. And, you know, we've kind of seen that in the past. So obviously now it's like, all right, Lamar, we need to see that consistently consistently for us to think that you might be the favorite in the AFC. Yep. Otherwise, they're going to continue being what they are. And as far as yep. the Colts, I, I don't know, man. I, I This kind of gives me hope in some ways as far as their offense is concerned. But their defense fell apart in the second half, point blank. So Did it ever. I don't really know what to draw here. Uh, <laughs> this defense... Um, the Colts division, AFC South, isn't very good, so nope. I honestly am not writing them off nope. completely quite yet here because nope. obviously, you know, the Ravens have shown, are they a good team? Yes, but are they also kind of inconsistent and uh, kind of just play to whoever is in front of them, and I don't really know what to expect from it. I agree with you. Um, you know, I think uh, I was actually, I, I before I segue on to your point, I had a little some fun. I think I just took a little bit too much CBD before the show. Oh, yeah. You know, I just, I think it was my, <laughs> my whole computer was just tilted down a little bit. Uh, I think uh, everything's good sure. on set. But either okay. way, uh, only CBD here at the TTL Production Studios. Of course, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, man. I don't know what the hell the Colts are. I was like, holy shit, they're back. First, second, third quarter, start the second half. So are they and one then, and four straight up or two and three straight uh, up? They are now, they've only won one game. They're right. one and four straight up now so it's definitely um calls for a little bit of concern in indianapolis i do not doubt it um i don't think that they deserve to be favored over anybody and when you know it they are uh favored this upcoming week by 10 against houston right yep we'll have to talk about that we'll get into that tomorrow on the look ahead everything like that too and i said it to you off show i briefly touched on it just a little bit ago but, man, I think the, this is what the Ravens are going to be. Yeah. The Ravens are going to be a three-quarter team of dicking around, trying this, trying that, who knows what's happening, lackluster defense. All of a sudden, five minutes left, four minutes left in the fourth quarter, defense gets a critical stop, special teams get a, gets a critical play, whatever the case might be. They march down the field, either tie it up, and then force an overtime like we saw last night, or maybe get the ball back somehow crazily again and get a field goal and win it because of Justin Tucker like we saw against Detroit. Right. I think that's the team they're going to be. I mean, we saw the 35-36 victory that it was over the Chiefs. I mean, I lost to the Raiders. I mean, I firmly believe that is what the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know why they seem to be jacking around the first three quarters, but it's kind of what it seems like, and I think eventually they'll – their luck might run out, but for now, it seems to be working for them. I think so, too, and I think kind of what you just alluded to at the end there. Once they run into, I don't know exactly who was on their schedule, but, I mean, they definitely still have the Browns twice. I'm not sure if they play the Bills, but whether it's in the regular season or in January, I do agree with you. I think it's going to run out kind of like it has the last few years for them. So. Most def, most def. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. There you have it. Um, from a betting perspective, I really don't know if you can continue to uh, back the Colts, man. They might be one that you got to watch out for. I know that they uh, covered this week and the week before, sure. but I think that's kind of just circumstance. And I don't know, man, if they should have covered that game last night. Yeah, I, I think they should have. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But then, then all of a sudden, what in the world? Uh, it could have very easily gone the opposite way. Yeah, so, most definitely. Who knows? That's our opinions overall. Let's jump into Sunday, my friends. Actually, before we do, let's go all the way back to uh, beginning of last week. Let's go all the way to the uh, Thursday night football game. Partner, again, let me hear your thoughts. What are you thinking? The L.A. Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. You know, as far as the Seahawks, 
no Russell Wilson here for a few weeks, it does look like. So I don't know what you can draw as far as Geno because, you know, I think we said it on Friday. You want to say, like, oh, the Seahawks might have been in that game if it wasn't for Russell Wilson leaving. But Geno Smith had him in that game and did yep. as much or more than what Russell Wilson was doing in that game. So I don't know what we see from him going forward. I think the Rams are a damn good football team. I think they're really good. Maybe not great, if that makes sense. But, uh, you know, I think they're going to win a lot of football games over teams like this. And, you know, I think we our biases on the Seahawks were a little confirmed. Are they good? Yes. But I think when push comes to shove, they ain't going to win games like this. No, I think they're dead for the season, too. That's my hot With take. Russ, without uh, Russ? Yeah, without yeah. Russ, I, I think, think it's so. over. I mean, I know we talked about it a little bit um, on Friday's show that mm-hmm. Geno pretty much got the Seahawks back into that sure, game. but... But at the same time, I just don't think that that is a formula and a system that you can uh, thoroughly rely on. They've already dealt with a lot of injuries, and now they got their yeah. big dog with uh, Mallet Finger, whatever the hell it ended up being. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now he's on the sidelines, too. Yeah, so. I think it's going to be rough. Yeah, I think it's going to be bad news, tough sledding for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. As far as the Rams go, though, I think, much like you, they win more games like this often, more often than not. Now, I still think that they run the table. I projected that or predicted that they started 0-2. I think that they run the table now. I, I'm i not really uh, too concerned about them getting their lick back uh, against the Cardinals later on in the right. year. That's kind of how I predicted it, actually. I said that they would lose their first two games back in the season preview of uh, NFC West division play. But... Man, oh man, they uh, they look good in the bounce back, especially against the twelfth man. Yeah. That's what really did it for me, selling me on yeah. um, that we obviously lost this one. Both um, we we were both sold on the uh, Seahawks. You were on the money line. I was on the plus two and a half. But either way, um, Seahawks it, play calling was just puzzling them. Yeah, it was real bad. I I, I think Pete Pete Carroll's. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say he's on the hot seat, but I think his seat might be getting a little warm there. And I mean, yeah. he kind of reminds me of some of these coaches yeah. the last decade, Mike McCarthy. And obviously he's not, he, he, Mike McCarthy's not really calling plays in Dallas anymore, but Mike McCarthy, Jason Garrett, where did they have success at one point 10 years ago? Yeah. But now as we get into this new age of offense, they start to get phased out and you can s- clearly see the flaws that they're making. And it's, you know, it was already kind of obvious the last couple of years with Pete, but yeah, that game on Thursday in primetime really, really escalated and so, highlighted it. Kind of a segue off of that. Then that being said, do they or does fucking Pete? Does he let Gino cook, or is it back to fucking ground and pound? Fucking probably he probably tries to ground and pound. Yeah, because if it, it, I mean, if it's not ground and pound caraball, because he he barely had enough fucking faith in Russ as it was, right? So, and I, I mean, like Chris Carson, but it's not like he's the guy. No, that... no. And I tried to play um, Alex. Uh, oh yeah, Collins. Collins, Alex Collins in uh, the flex. I mean, he had a decent day. I think yeah. like nine or ten carries for fifty four yards. But out of a RB one, I played him as a flex, not as an RB one. But as the RB one on the Seahawks, you would expect a little bit right. more. And I just, I just don't... don't think they're talented enough. No, I I don't think uh, that 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 ground and pound game is going to have enough presence so who do they enough, got again this week uh the seahawks yeah uh while you look that up i will uh tee everything up for the next matchup steelers here. the steelers at uh plus four and a half yep. it is at heinz field that is the sunday night football game actually too. yeah man they, they've got a tough schedule i yeah, think you're right i think they they're do. toast man i think they're fucking cooked much like me uh but hmm. either way <laughs> next game up on tap the London game. Across the pond. Across the pond there. Regular old Bobby Dazzle it was, <laughs> as they say over there. It was just a fucking stunner. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, New York Jets. We took the Jets plus three. Hey, 
I'm done. I ain't backing the fuckers uh, no more. I ain't I, doing it. I think I, I agree with you. I think I'm more so done with any London game. I think I'm nah, maybe, maybe. I'm not, and so, I'm not disagreeing with you about the Jets. I think I'm, I'm more taking, so done with the Dirty Birds and the Jets altogether. I think so too. I think that this was kind of fugazi in a way that. They finally use Kyle Pitts how he needs to yeah. be, but I think he'll slide to the bottom of the receiver depth chart or at least the reception list, target, the target list. share, yeah, yeah. whatever you want to say. When the other guys come when back. When the other guys come back, and that's clearly not their formula to success. I right. mean, also at the same time, if this wasn't the fucking Jets, the Falcons were letting that game slip away. Right. They didn't score in the second half. Am I am I wrong? They put up or a touchdown. They put the up fourth. a touchdown in the fourth. So I mean, for crying out loud, yeah, they were twenty to three at half. It would have been twenty to twenty, yeah. and if that's not the Jets, they tie that at twenty, and they, the op, the opposing team walks it right. off. So I, I do like Matt Ryan is starting to play a little better, but I just don't think the team's good enough overall. No, I don't think so either, and I, I think eventually they're going to go back to that same scheme. And Arthur Smith, love you, Bob, but. Uh, I think it's going to get more tough sledding down there in, yeah. in Atlanta before uh, it gets any better. And same for New York. I said I love what I uh, see from Zach Wilson. I think maybe in 2029 he'll be <laughs> yeah. uh, he'll be successful. Yeah. But uh, right I was now, drinking the Kool Aid pregame and it was quickly quickly yeah, south. Yeah, the green Kool Aid uh, is a little sour right now, so we're yeah. gonna leave that shit in the fridge and. Move oh, you on know what? Both oh. these teams got a bye week. Sorry. A uh, hot damn! Next game up on tap. I tweeted uh, out of my ass on Sunday uh, between this uh, game, the Dolphins and the Buccaneers. Uh-huh. Dolphins were smacking the shit out of the Buccaneers for a little while there, hanging hanging pace with them for sure. And I was like, now why the hell couldn't the Dolphins do this in Hard Rock right. Stadium last against week against the Colts? As soon as I tweeted that shit, Tom Brady, Tom Brady must have a direct tap to any shit talk <laughs> on Twitter, and it just like buzzes in his fucking yeah. helmet or something. Because then he proceeded to hammer down. And at the point I tweeted that he had one touchdown, finished with five. Yep. You know, he had another crazy day. His 44-year-old ass is out there slanging the rock like he's 24. I got no problems with it. He's my fantasy QB. Everybody keeps throwing shade. I don't give a damn. I'm going to keep tossing his old ass in there as long as he's eating avocado ice cream and putting up fucking (laughs) points, baby. The man is a fucking legend. We can't, you can't argue that at this point in time. You You just cannot fucking argue that. As for the Dolphins, I think the Finns are cooked as well, my friend. Um, You know, I think that they are a better team with two on the field, but I I don't think it fucking improves their chances much of where they're at right now. No, maybe like 0.5 points per game. And I I think, I think, at least me personally, I don't know where you stand, but I'm going to walk back a little bit of how high, at least preseason, as well as fucking last week too and the week before, of how high I've been on this Dolphins defense. Most definitely. I just think they're on the field too long and they just can't produce like they need to. I think... And they had a lot of luck last year that led into them looking like a decent defense. Like, I mean, if their recipe is perfect, I think they can still make some plays on defense and there'll probably be a couple games down the slate here in which their defense looks good but for now i've got them i'm not permanently burying them i've got them temporarily buried them yeah i'm gonna leave them be just for a little while uh we'll see what all ends up shaking out with the dolphins but yeah i'm gonna leave them be definitely for a while as well uh bucks too you never know exactly what you're gonna get from a coverage perspective but they took care of the number this week so we'll see what happens thursday night football tomorrow thursday night football against the Eagles. Yes, sir. Next game up on tap. Speaking of burials. I got to take my hat off for this one. (laughs) It is with a heavy heart. Oh, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, I come to you as I have buried the gambler that once was Colton Colt 45 Soroka on the or the the Jacksonville Jaguars gambler that once was Colton Colt 45 Soroka. He is now gone. He is dead. 
He will never be no more. Amen. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I will never be betting on the Jacksonville Jaguars as long as I live or at least for the rest of this Hmm. 2021 NFL season. So you're telling me I'm not doing it. That you're not not interested in the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. No. Sunday morning. I fucking am because they're laying three and a half. Yeah, I fucking am. (laughs) Fuck off. And I don't want it. I don't want a piece of it. I don't want to touch it. They should have beat this damn Tennessee Titans team. They should have hung in there. They got jacked around again. And you want to know, fan of the show, friend of the show, Mm -hmm. a good pal who we will not mention his name, will say Scooter McGavin. He (laughs) said... He walked into the fucking studios, came over to watch the games with uh-huh. me, walked uh-huh. into the fucking studios. That game was on. You want to know the words that came out of his mouth? Jags gone jag. And I said, now why the fuck you got to say that? I said, hey, appreciate you for watching, but dude, I got a bet on them today. And he's like, damn, man, because something had just happened. And I was like, All right, I think they well. started it off with they were driving and had like a, I don't know if it was a, a turnover for six, or if it was just a big turnover, but I'm pretty sure I think it was a yeah, it was touchdown some, turnover. It was something stupid. Either way, I can't physically <laughs> sit and watch a man. So, is Urban Meyer trying to get fired? Though is my question. A, I don't think he really does anything, but it certainly seems like he's actually trying to be fired. I mean, saying uh, what the saying fuck does that he, do? he doesn't micromanage do? who's on the field in a fourth and one, fourth and short. I was. He, him and Trevor Lawrence are contradicting each other so hard in their press conferences. He talked about how fourth and goal at the one. Trevor Lawrence, who's what, 6'6", and, you know, not, I mean, he's not, you know, jacked by any means, but he ain't a a pencil by any means either. And he, Urban Meyer said, we haven't been doing that because he's not ready or something like that. And Trevor Lawrence, I don't know if they told Trevor Lawrence that Urban Meyer said that or if they just asked him and Trevor Lawrence is like, oh, no, I'm I'm ready to go for that if if I need to, like. I'm happy to do that. And it's not good. And if Trevor Lawrence isn't ready for that, you've had five weeks with your number one overall draft pick to get the six six man ready to pound it in from the one yard line. The decision to put in Carlos Hyde instead of James Robinson on the half yard line, sure. bar barring even the fact that everything you just said <laughs> right. befuddles the fuck out of me. <laughs> right. I don't know what what they what you're And it's not on. the first time I, they've I, done I that. They could, I, I think was it Thursday night they did some similar shit. And yeah. obviously there was yeah. no Carlos Hyde, but they and got cute and tried to That's something I can't put my fucking money on anymore because once again, so, partner, the Jags gone Jags. Now, so Okay, go ahead. I've got a question. So, if Urban Meyer is trying to get fired, yeah, based off, and I'll tiptoe around, I'll tiptoe around around this well here because we won't touch on the news of the last twenty-four hours. Oh yeah, but if Urban is trying to get fired, and now he ain't the main story in town anymore, yeah, he ain't the main story in town anymore. Yeah, what do we see next from Urban Meyer that gets his name back into being the story of the town so that he will get himself fired? Okay, as staying <laughs> off of this box as much as yeah. I can. Yeah, because like because I said, you you know us here at the TTO Pod, we stay off all of the the the. the, the, the I'm not even gonna say the word because we don't. Pew is probably our line. We, we don't we don't we don't <laughs> get into that world. That's not our world. We talk bets. We talk sports. We have a good fucking time. Uh-huh. We bring good vibes. Now, the coach who finds himself well, the previous coach who finds himself in hot water uh, as of this morning, last night about halftime, who I just won't mention. I don't even want to go into that. He checked about every box you could possibly check in today's society that you just don't go down. 
And that's all I'll say. So it would take some real severe shit from Urban Meyer in order to be now the new spotlight. Because last thing I'll say, this is going to be the media talk for the next week, week and a half. And and my hot early projection as I get off of this soapbox, because I do not like to talk about this shit, mm-hmm. is that I think we're about to see the NFL catch fire. I think that... This all this stuff was found in separate emails. Yeah, this was found in. in yeah, this ain't controversial. This, this, ain't, yeah. this wasn't something on our part. I mean, yeah, this wasn't something into the Raiders. This was some. This was the football team's investigation. So that's all I'm saying is I think more shit is coming from this right. Wilbur, and we better fucking watch <laughs> out, oh, oh, watch baby. out, baby, because it's coming. But get over of that fucking soapbox. Does again, Urban Meyer stay that. in London though? Well, you know, <laughs> I had this hot take too. You know, Amsterdam's not too far right. away. They got a bye week. Uh, every I'm team sure that plays in London gets a with, bye week. Obviously, he's got money falling out of his fucking <laughs> of ears, course, so he course. can just catch a private jet somewhere. Sure. And there, he's got connections sure. in London. I mean, he'll just catch that. He'll go right on over to the beautiful, uh, maybe a nice little hostel, maybe a nice sure. little thing. You know, they got those fine young ladies sure. dancing in the windows. Maybe some of the CBD he could hang Why out not? and enjoy, and then. Maybe he just accidentally passes out in an alley and we never hear from Urban again. I don't know. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. That's fucking Well, I terrible. mean, the last part, you know, in, in, a, in, you know, in a nice, like, bender, like, having fun in Europe. Yeah, way. yeah, like not a nice, like... nice bender and he just disappears off the map. Yeah. Not like not like he dies. You but... know, like Ricky Williams type. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Either way. <laughs> There you go. It's a it's a fucking dumpster fire in Jacksonville. <laughs> Hope you guys are getting a laugh out of this. Hope we're giving you guys some good vibes in light of all of the shit that is going on in the NFL right now. That's what we try and do. We don't like to add into the negativity. We like to bring the positivity. How about that fucking other team that played these Jags? Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Uh, didn't really talk about them too much. I Closing thought. I told, I told you pre-show. I view them as I view the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Defensively, pretty damn similar. Weak secondary front seven leaves a little bit to be desired from play to play. And then from an offensive standpoint, cannot get that play action game going. Quarterbacks, obviously I'm not putting Tana Thrill and Mahomes on the same level, but I know what you're trying to say. Getting out of the pocket is just not uh not working well for either team right now. And it's just not it's not looking good uh for either either team to make a deep run in the AFC. Yeah, I mean as far as a deep run, no. I mean, obviously I just said earlier the Colts ain't dead in that division, Mm -hmm. but I mean it still is the Titans to lose at this point, Mm -hmm. but I'm interested to see how the season plays out for him because we've mentioned as far as Derrick Henry, A, we saw we kind of predicted some regression from him. But what I'm interested to see is how the season plays out because the last two seasons, obviously with 2,000 yards last year, it really was the second half of the season where he starts to pick up the production. They start yep. to lean on him heavier in these colder months and the months where everyone's starting to tire out a little bit. They've had they've been forced to use him earlier on here, so I'm wondering if he's gonna have the same type of steam in the engine come week 14, 15 that they mm. might need. That's that's what I'm wondering. That's kind of what we Titans fans. That's what we've been talking. Titans team. I mean, yeah, that's what we've been talking about for a while, even back in the season preview. Yeah. Like, there's only so much of this you can do for so many seasons until you regress to the mean, unless. Derrick Henry could just be made of some other type of substance. Also that's very not possible. Human being. Yeah, also M- very much possible. Much like Miles Garrett. Sure. But who sure, knows? Sure. The jury's still kind of out on that. <laughs> yeah, very possible. Next game up on tap, the first one that absolutely pissed me the fuck off. Um, 
game not, that kind of really flew under the much, radar. Yeah, not really as much <laughs> the Jets. It was like whatever. The Seahawks saw it coming from a mile away after the Russ injury, whatever. But Philadelphia Eagles, Carolina Panthers. And uh, we actually recorded, I'm going to stop here first, The Wise Words, episode mm. number six with uh, a Philly legend. He is a NFL and college football insider writer for the Philadelphia Insider and for Yahoo Sports, Yahoo Sportsbook. But the uh, reason I bring that up, Philadelphia, uh, he talked a little bit about the Eagles and stuff prior to this game, so it'll sound a little bit different. Yeah. you got to remember that it was recorded a week prior. So we try to keep it the same week, but this is just where our schedule's lined up. Back to the game. If we plug there for wise words. Back to the game. Uh, Carolina Panthers, Philadelphia Squeagles. Mm-hmm. I had the Panthers minus three and a half, mm-hmm. and I was very, very comfortable with that. I was very, very comfortable with it through the duration of the entire game, and then they just collapsed, and they let the Eagles, and it wasn't even like the Eagles just lit them up in the third and fourth quarter. They only scored a touchdown and a touchdown with a two-point conversion to pretty much win the game. I don't really know what's going on in Carolina. I don't know if Sam Darnold really is that guy. I'm starting to kind of want to walk back my statements about that because – He's making some passes that are right to defensive backs that are that's just not a pass you should make. No. Like there's there's obviously college open, NFL open, and then there's NFL stupid. Yeah. Where you're just trying to force it into every single mm-hmm. slot. And I think I'm afraid that's kind of what we're seeing right now. I don't know about you, partner, but I'm kinda gonna stay away from the Carolina Panthers here for just a little while, see what the fuck shakes out. Then again, I already like their line for next week. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but also too, the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're stay away too. I don't know what Sirianni yeah. is. I don't know what mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is offensively. I right. mean, only twenty one points doesn't make me wanna run to the window with them by any means. No. Where's your head at? Very similar as you. Sam Darnold is I don't know, kind of Jared Goff esque, if that no. means yeah. Ah. Maybe a little yeah. less aggressive, but also more. And you know, maybe it was the weather. Maybe he starts dealing with some shit ass ah, weather. I don't know, man. Ah. I kind of see the Carolina Panthers, at least their current roster, similar to the team we're about to talk about next, the Denver Broncos. Ooh. But Sam Darnold, maybe the highs of his highs are a little bit higher than Teddy Bridgewater, but the lows ain't as low as Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy kind of toes the middle line there, yeah. whereas. Jared, uh, I almost said Jared Goff, where Sam Darnold, when he's bad, he is bad. And I don't know what we're going to see. I still don't think he's going to be as bad as he was with Adam Gaze and the Jets. But uh, Carolina needed that win if they want any aspirations of being a winning team and, uh, you know, even close to coming to a wild card berth because it's not of the question, especially with the. Seattle falling off. NFC East really only has the Cowboys. The NFC yep. North, depending on what happens with the Bears and Vikings, <laughs> only have the Packers. And, uh, you know, their own division, the Saints. Who knows what the Saints are? So it's not out of the question for them, but they needed this one to, to make it uh, make it happen, I think. I believe you are correct, sir. And uh, CMC also, possibly back this week, yeah, though. Yeah, that is also true. He um, he logged a full week of practices last week, but didn't end up um, right actually getting the start, which was a little bizarre, but... Hey, I think they just wanted to see how he looked and then uh, bring him out later. So right. you said it. Next team up on tap, Denver Broncos mm-hmm. at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Steelers laid the absolute hammer down. This game was a lot farther apart than 27-19, even yeah. though that is pretty much a one-score game. Still absolutely one score and a two-point conversion. Either way, still a very one-sided game by the Steelers. I think now that they're back healthy a little bit, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think just right offhand. I'm pretty sure everybody major. Obviously, keys. Juju, but even. Obviously, Juju, but he wasn't really producing on that level. I'm I, like, really, Claypool. I like Claypool and yeah, Johnson better yeah, than yeah. him. Yeah, Deontay Johnson looked really, really Claypool good. Claypool looked really fucking good. good. So did Claypool. I got to stop throwing so much shade at Claypool. I just, it's just some of the comments that he made if post they were on, enough, and If it's they just were like, on the like the Jaguars or the Bengals, I wouldn't blink an eye at that type of shit. But, yeah. and I don't, I'm not a Steelers fan, obviously, but I, I, I don't want my, you know, anyone on the Steelers doing TikTok stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know I understand. I mean? I, 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 it's I'm hard nose. That's the most hard nose, yeah. like blue collar type team in the entire league. So. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with you. And I've tried the whole TikTok thing. I, not to bash on TikTok, but the way that it, they, but the, the, the way that they do yeah. it too. And I don't know. I've tried. Yeah, maybe, maybe you'll see me on there at some point. I don't know what the but hell's you, going but on over there. My point is, you ain't going to be doing what they're doing on TikTok. Correct. Yes, correct. That's you will never see me walking across some fucking crates just for some life. I just I probably no. don't feel like breaking my neck. No. So uh, back to the Steelers. Um, <laughs> they got to get that running game going, though, yeah. dude. Roll Tide, Najee Harris. They got to get him back. Actually, I and think he had a nice game. He he had a nice game. So kind of building but, on that. Yeah, what they got to yeah, do is they, they got to keep that fucking rolling. And that only helps them go. If they can't get that rushing game going, then it ain't worth a hot damn. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter what the hell the Steelers right, want right. to do. So that being said, other side of the ball, Denver Broncos. Ah, jeez. Um, I don't know. If they got Teddy Covers, I think they're in good shape. He was pretty much a guy I would back no matter what, no matter where he's at. And now I don't know if it was just kind of a victim of trying to come out of the protocol too fast last week. And guess who they're playing in week six? The Panthers. The, no, the Vegas Raiders. Oh, boy. <laughs> I forgot about that. They're three in and Denver. Half, they're three and a half point favorites in my Correct. Eye. Correct. Okay, so... I hate to say it like this, but the fucking Raiders are a dumpster fire at this they point, are. and I don't think having a fucking special teams coordinator on there as the new head coach is going to miraculously save their season. I don't think it's going to turn into win one for the Gipper, and like I, I think no, it's that just, seems like uh, as far as like scheme wise, that that more seems just like a try to steady the ship type of uh, interim coach yeah, move there. Yeah, I, I think that's all you can say. So I, I think the Broncos obliterate the Raiders in the upcoming, pretty similar to how the Bears handle them yeah i think so i think, I think so. it's pretty similar pretty similar team honestly yeah. um have some previous bears players some previous broncos players flip-flop on there so kind of interesting how that works how they're very mm -hmm. similar teams but offensively i'm a little worried um obviously javante williams i told you guys i told you guys what what did i fucking say yeah two months ago dog i said melvin gordon's gonna start looking old old in week four and they're not gonna take him all the way out in week four Get to week five, and it is going to be a wrap. And Javante Williams showed some shit last week. I've been talking him up since we did the Broncos yeah. season preview, and that was like number six right. out of 30 for crying right. out loud. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a more clear, like, this guy is young and spry and he's got legs, and this guy is getting old. Like, I love Melvin. Yeah. I, he did, uh, he did what, that Sunday conversation with Caleb Presley. Uh, this past Sunday. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah, it was absolutely that. fucking hilarious. It was great. I love Melvin Gordon as a person, just as an NFL running back right now. Yeah, he's, I think he's... He's getting a little old. The body's getting a little old, and he's not hes not old by any means, but it, NFL, he's old for running back. Sure and Javon, A lot of miles. And Javante Williams looks good, boy. He looks yeah. good coming out of North Carolina, and I told you, if he got to this point and he started putting up fucking numbers mm -hmm. for the rest of the year, you best believe your ass it is worth a sprinkle for Offensive Rookie of the Year because they're based off of the exact numbers that he is about to just right. start racking in. So, raking in, racking in, whatever the hell Doesn't you want to say. Uh, rack, run after catch. Hey, there you go. Hey. Uh, all of that being said, there you go. Denver, Pittsburgh. 
as the great and all-powerful and knowledgeable Wiz Khalifa once said. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Uh, speaking of black and yellow, how about green and yellow, green and yellow? I'll let you get on your soapbox here for a little bit. Shout out uh, Lil Wheezy again there. Had a hell of a verse on uh, Lonely with the Baby, that sure. feature that was nasty. Sure. Shout out Lil Wheezy. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, but that being said, um, I look like a fucking jackass again. Um, it pushed out, so not that much of an ass, but it was an overtime. I thought the Bengals were going to get the outright win against your Green Bay Packers, my friend. I know for a fact that um, it was probably like breathing through a straw for you for that uh, nice four-hour session that we call the Green Bay Packers game. Uh-huh. Um, but outside of that, State of the Union, how you feeling? Where you at? What's going on, Cheesehead? I feel I still feel fine. I think uh, this was, as far as this being as close as it was, kind of a whole another spot where it was just so many different circumstances piling up on us with our injuries being bad matchups, no MVS. And obviously, Devontae Adams still put up 200 yards, but it's yep. a different type of offense that they are, yep. different dimensions that they have to run for it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Jamar Chase is a bad man. I will say that first and foremost. But I still feel good, man. Mason Crosby left like seven, seven or ten points on the board. We left at the end of the half. They had a 70-yard touchdown to Jamar Chase, went straight through our DeMar- Darnell Savage's hands. So I still feel solid. These Packers-Bengals games. Games. You look through them over the years. They are as weird of games as we have against any team in the league, especially a road team against a non-conference opponent. That's you know not the uh, not the you know the cream of the crop up in the AFC. There, I, there was games like going back to 2005 where the Packers were driving down seven in Cincinnati and Favre was going back to pass and a fan came on the field and like batted the ball out of his hand. Like weird stuff happens in these games, man. So. To escape with a win with a rat line like that one, I am more than happy. And, uh, you know, Rodgers Rogers and Adams looked good. Defense, obviously, 22 points against the Bengals. You know, not, uh, you know, standing up screaming, hurrah, we're about to, you know, go crazy with our defense. But it's at least week by week starting to show signs of improvement with certain guys. So I'm feeling decent. I am feeling decent. Not uh, not as high as I can possibly be on him, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think with a few cleanups and some injuries, uh, injury health returning to us, I feel pretty damn solid. So I'd love to talk shit, and you know, I'd love to uh, start going uh, going down a rabbit hole here on would. my bears, but. You know, stupid is the stupid does sometimes, right? <laughs> and uh, my mama says like, my magic shows, and you know. I would be a dumb man if I said that I wasn't worried about the Packers coming into Soldier Field nonetheless. Uh, yeah. This is a home game this upcoming week. Um, fuck, I keep beating the drum that we're going to see the Packers flop. And I thought this was the fucking flop game. And I thought that we were going to see low-faced, back alley, looks like a fucking crack dealer Aaron Rodgers after the game at the podium. <laughs> but we didn't. He's young, spry, jolly, oh, yeah. looks terrific oh, yeah. after a dub, 25-22. Oh, we knew he had it the whole time. No problem whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see him on the McAfee Show today, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Shout out to you guys as well. Um, all that being said... I don't know. Obviously, I won't back them this week. I'm not saying they won't be a great bet, but just as soon as I say that, here you go. Here come the Bears, and who knows what the fuck will happen. I will obviously be rooting my boys to the absolute grave, but we'll see what happens this upcoming week. Obviously, love my boys. Hate your boys, but if it was ever going to start a slide at any point in time, it needed to happen against the Bungles, and Mr. Evan McPherson could not get it done. Nope. Not once, but twice, and thought he got it done the second time. Yep. 
And unfortunately, he didn't get it done for us. So we'll push it out. We'll take our unit back. But uh, son of a bitch, you and you Green Bay Packers. Feeling good, man. I am yeah. feeling good about the team yeah. and next week. I mean, I've already seen Bears fans, like, they know what they're doing, but they're talking themselves into it. And it's just like, please talk yourself into it. I've seen this so many damn times. I've yeah. seen this movie before. I've seen the movie a lot of times, too. And I just, I don't know if <laughs> I, I know I how do. it ends. I, I promise know I, I know how it ends. Like, Justin Fields leaves us a lot of a lot of promise, sure. a lot of good stuff. I'll talk about it more yeah. here. Well, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. you worry. Yeah, yeah. All right, next game up on tap. Keeping it moving. New England Patriots versus the Houston Texans, my friend. What the Patriots scoot, squeak, shimmy. Get right on at it. Houston, Texas with a 25-22 victory, partner. They were eight-and-a-half-point favorites, dropped down from nine-and-a-half at open. We called it, told you to stay the fuck away, but said we were not brave enough to back the Texans. We should have been and took them at fucking plus 270, plus 300 dogs. What were we thinking? I don't know, man. I I, I don't re- I don't really have any reg- regrets. No regrets. I mean, regrets. Davis no regrets. Mills balled out. I don't understand what happened. And, uh, you know, now I really don't understand what happened based off what the Patriots line is against the Cowboys this upcoming yep. week. I, I, yep. I really don't know what to expect here. I mean, I know a lot of people were expecting the Bucks to lay an egg after that Patriots Bucks like mega showdown Belichick Brady. Brady didn't lay any egg, but uh, I mean, maybe the Patriots tried a lot harder then the but or I mean not tried harder but you know what I or exerted more effort all out kitchen sink effort as opposed suppose, to the Bucks maybe I suppose because I don't know and I don't understand why you would expect the line based off what we've seen this next week against Cowboys Patriots to be at least a touchdown but it's right around four I don't understand <laughs> and uh, I you know I'm more convinced that David Cully is just there so that the Texans can lose games. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, and I don't know how you sell the future there. But uh, it's hey, not go good. Dave, bro, go Dave. He just—I'm—I'm I'm surprised the motherfucker even has a tongue anymore. He bites <laughs> that thing so often, so many doggone times. I'm surprised he got fucking tongue hanging in between his teeth anymore. Uh, sons of bitches! I thought they were gonna do it. Uh, I said it yesterday. Fucking Belichick was having cold sweats and nightmares with Davis Mills in the back Seriously. of his mind after uh, Davis Mills. That neck. almost—I mean—squeaked out of Houston, my friend. Um. I don't know, man. I don't want to say it, but I am kind of leaning Dallas and watch as soon as I start leaning Dallas is when they actually <laughs> fucking flop. I'm the bad luck charm for them. Maybe that's what I'll actually do. I don't know. Minus four and a half, especially. I just, I don't know that I am comfortable backing Mac Jones a Against the Dallas yeah, defense. And I really I, think I'm starting to buy into the Dallas defense. Maybe not so much the front seven generating pressure, all that jazz, but fuck that secondary. Either that legit. or the Bucks are playing some serious games with us. Yeah. And I don't uh, know what it is. I don't know what it is. I, I cannot put my finger on it. Uh, shout out Jacksonville, but uh, I am just... Shout out Urban Meyer. I'm just... <laughs> oh, <that's fine. laughs> I'm... Uh, I don't know. I... I <laughs> I, I just I can't bring myself to back the no. Cowboys yet. I like I said, I think I just have to stay away. But then again, I don't have enough faith in the Patriots and what I've seen now going into Houston doing that. Again, Houston has been sneaky, but Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks and a rookie quarterback like Davy Mills. What are we talking about, guy? I really don't know. I really don't know. So that's something we're gonna have to uh take a little bit more of a look into, discuss at a later time, later date, probably on tomorrow's look ahead in more depth. But next game up on tap. Oh, partner. Oh, partner. This one hurts the heart. It really does, and it surprises me that it hurts both of our hearts. This one, when I see a grown man, when I see another alpha male 
who isn't afraid to go into any situation and show the real version mm-hmm. of himself and say, hey, motherfucker, this is me. Like it or leave it. A true alpha knows when to concede and also when to bite some fucking kneecaps. Yep. Man, it hurt me seeing old MCDC up on that podium. I mean, he cares about this fucking Detroit Lions team, I think, more than any other fucking head coach has ever before. <laughs> I might agree ever with before. you. I agree with you, and I think they're going to pull one out here sooner rather Lions, than later. Lions, Minnesota Vikings on tap. Continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think they're going to pull one out sooner rather than later. I don't know what to draw from the Vikings. Obviously, from both of our perspectives, aside from MCDC and just loving MCDC, we wanted the Lions to uh, drag down the Vikings to 1-4, and four, I believe uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah one and 1-4, which basically would have cooked them for the season. Yeah. Not uh, sure what their playoff aspirations are, but I just I think they're going to continue playing these games uh, yeah, against. It doesn't matter who the team is; it's going to be a one-score game whether they're winning or losing. And uh, you know, I I don't know what to expect. Like as as a Packers fan, do I have any fears that they're going to catch us for the division? Not really at all, no. But I wouldn't be over the moon confident that we they won't uh, you know bite us you know snip us off for one of these two games coming up here. So. Yeah. I think they've got uh, pieces to be a good football team, but they just aren't quite complete enough to be a mm. good playoff team. It's really interesting, and you know, Kirk Cousins, everyone, he his numbers are decent, but he still just—I mean, it, it comes back to Kirk Cousins at the end of the day for me. He just isn't the 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 guy. The he, guy he can be yeah. the guy to get you some wins, but he isn't the guy. Yeah, I've been beating the drum too, man, that this is uh, the Minnesota Vikings team we're going to yeah. see. They're going to uh, squeak out these games. They're going to win them more oftentimes than not. Right. And they're going to be by the one, two, three points. And you're going to be pissed off because they were extremely favored on those lines. Or um, maybe you won't be because they were a small underdog and win it outright. Yeah. So, and I mean, this one rose. The the game. Yeah, this one rose to a 10 point spread yeah. by game time. Name too. of the game. And I think this is going to be the Lions too, because when you have your head coach go out and do some shit like that, like, that shows your team like fuck this dude this dude like if so they didn't close, already like, know that like like fuck yeah. and, and it's just unlucky stuff it's not like they're getting smushed i mean no. they're, they're just they're getting they could be two and three getting, they're getting burnt right at the end i mean it's brutal for the lions and that's that for us to say that as a packers and a bears fan i mean that's that's fucking yeah, shit well, so. and it's like it's a different scenario like if the vikings or the or the bears in my case would be in this spot like i wouldn't care i would probably be laughing and soaking up those tears if <laughs> yep. i'm being honest yeah but like I have no fears. Like someone was trying to say, like yesterday, like Lions fans have something to be optimistic about. I mean, you, I'm sure Lions fans adore D- MCDC already, but I have no fears about the Lions being any type of playoff contender within the next two to three years. So it's like, yeah, if you want to be maybe, optimistic about five maybe, to six wins, maybe. but no thanks. If you got yeah. Jared Goff at your QB, I, I yeah, I'm. I'm I'll sleep comfortably at night knowing the Lions ain't biting us anytime soon. Definitely in the uh, NFC. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, next game up on tap, New Orleans Saints-Washington football team. Now, partner, you have uh, buried them fully. Uh, this is one I will not take my hat off for Threw because another I'm still very— Slap down on the dirt. I'm very fucking tantalized by uh, them being six-and-a-half-point underdogs <laughs> at home as against the Kansas City as Chiefs. And that might be the hill that I go down dying on, my friends. You might see me next week with my hat over my heart saying another prayer for— the previous betting body that was me on the Washington football team. Uh, took them two and a half, was very intriguing, ended up winning by 11 points. Or they lost by 11 points, the Saints did. I was looking at the yep. Saints. Um, I don't think the Saints win that game if the football team jumps on that Hail Mary that <laughs> ends the know. half. I don't know what the hell is going on. That defense, man, 
keeps making me more mad and more mad and, and it's more like you want to bet the them week. because like they have to show up this week at Sometime. least half of what Sometime. we expect right sometime and they just never they just don't do they did for like three fucking plays in the first yeah. quarter yeah, and yeah. i thought holy shit they're back boys here we go i right. am so glad i took them this week nope no nope. that was a joke so I don't. I honestly have no idea. I don't know if you can back them even against. I'm leaving the them in the grave. Right I'm now. staying. I'm telling myself right now. If you want, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even hate you for digging them out of the grave again this upcoming week. Yeah, but yeah. I'm leaving them there. But for me, as far as the Saints, I obviously they won and covered this game. I am leaving them in a different uh, no thank you category in yeah. itself because no I still don't. I still game. don't know who they are. I still yeah. have no idea who they are. No, I think they're going to alternate wins and losses. Yeah. One week they're going to show up really good, really great. They're going to do what they did, and then the next. But then week it's still like flop. Wait, they didn't look that great. How no. did they win by exactly. double digits? So they're just gonna win right. loss, win loss, win loss. It's what they've already done this year. I think they stick to the trend. Next game up on tap. Oof. Beautiful SoFi Stadium, the Los Angeles Chargers inhabit and share with the Los Angeles Rams. We've already talked about the Rams. How about those Chargers, baby, playing the Browns? Craziest, one of the craziest games, probably the craziest game of the week, 47-42. Absolutely electric, short of uh, last night's game. This was a thriller and a half, thriller in Manila. Uh, had the uh, Chargers minus yes, two and a half. Did. Go Chargers, baby. Let's go. Uh, one of the few bets I fucking cashed this weekend. Uh, that was uh, seems like to be me and about every other fucking person on this planet. Uh, not a great weekend. Even though the public had a good weekend, I don't mm-hmm. know what public did have a yeah. good weekend. Either way, uh, 47-42, W for the Chargers. Chargers are now going into M&T Bank. Big yeah. cross this upcoming week to play the Ravens as three-point dogs. Talk about that in depth a lot yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Brownies, I don't know if you necessarily jump off the boat. No. Um, they showed that they can definitely do plenty against an elite-level defense. And yeah. Yes, you heard that right. If you ain't been watching them, the Chargers are an elite-level defense. They've been doing it regardless of if you see that 47-42 score. And they, they gave up 42. That's just how the game script happened, and that's just what it was. And both of those defenses are star-studded. And yeah. that's, that's just how it happened. And I think we continue to see both of these teams go up. The Chargers were just, uh, like I said, I think home field advantage there. And those teams starting to realize that they have a fucking squad yeah. is really, 100%. really starting to pay off for the Chargers here. And the uh, last but not least, the proverbial Anthony Lynn anchovies are off the uh, Chargers pizza, if you will. And not only that, last the only I'll save some time. The only thing I'll really say, not only is Anthony Lynn anchovies out of the door, Brandon Staley is sprinkling on some gorgeous, high-quality pizza toppings onto this pizza. Oh, a little red pepper flakes, I, some oregano. Outside of my own Packers, Packers team, he Fuck. might be my new favorite coach, man. He He's a dog. He's a understands dog. the perfect balance, at least for my opinions, perfect balance of analytics and oh, still yeah. like oh, old yeah. school. Like Whenever you need to impose your will on a team, it's throw analytics out the door. I, it is the perfect balance. I am such a fan. I agree. I 150% agree. I can't wait to see uh, what that Chargers team continues to do under him. Next game up on tap. Uh, bear down. My Bears against the Raiders. Uh, we'll gloss over the Raiders here. Uh, well, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to ask you a question to preface it for you. Do you take more uh, from the Bears from this game? or And not to what's going on, obviously, about the Raiders, but the team. And, okay, sorry. Well, kind of what I was thinking. I was just going to gloss over the Raiders. So, I think this was a – the Raiders were a victim of circumstance. Yeah. And, unfortunately, I think the Raiders become a victim of circumstance the rest of the year. Yeah, at least immediately. Um, uh, yeah, at least immediately. At least for the next 
two to three weeks. I'm sorry, Raiders fans. You were clipping right along, and now all of a sudden, yeesh. But um, as a Bears fan, as a realist Bears fan, because I think there's a lot of overly optimistic Bears sure. fans out there, um, I don't know how much we can fucking draw from this. Now, we did generate a lot of pressure, and that's one thing I said. Shout out, just another year, Chicago. My boy, Nick, over there, uh, hopped on a show with him. Um, they showed that defensive pressure. They looked good defensively. Bobby Quinn, like I said, continued to do what he needed to do. Khalil Mack continued to do what he needed to do. And then again, I think back to the Chargers game, and that Raiders offensive line was pretty doggone solid against that Chargers uh, defensive line. Yeah. And so I think, damn. Boy, they just all clusterfucked in the brain, and they just didn't know what was going on there. So that's a big red flag to me. Their receivers couldn't catch a fucking ball to save their lives. But right. Brian Edwards, literally, it hit him in the worst spot possible, right in the fucking palms. <sighs> Those guys would be like my it. favorite third receiver on a roster. They just don't so have I, I I predicted on fucking Tuesday or Wednesday, before that Gruden shit even came out last week, yeah. that, that the Bears were going to win outright. It just felt like the right spot for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe I got a, a, a subconscious crystal ball that some yeah, shit was know. coming. But I am worried about the Packers. I can't lie. Uh, it, it's going to be a fucking dogfight and a half. Um, if Jair comes back, it obviously helps you guys a little bit. I think, I think that's the least likely one to come back, actually. Yeah, so it, it might kind of still be a little bit of the same story for you guys defensively. I think, too, that we see a little bit closer to their sack average where they were before. For the game with the Bengals, before that, the Bengals offensive line oh, yeah. can't fucking sure. couldn't couldn't sure. stop traffic if sure. they were uh, a sure. freaking traffic sure. cop for crying out sure. loud. So they got fucking Joe Burrow killed a couple times, yep. and not to mention Joe Burrow trying to get himself killed yeah. a couple times. Either way, I think this turns into a classic Soldier Field Bears Packers battle, straight up, like. 17 14 you guys eat that fucking shit out and it's just some goofy shit like it always happens it always 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 happens in the first matchup of the year it's never a blowout in the first matchup of the year either way whoever ends up winning and i do give the edge to the packers but hey fuck i fucking would love as a bears fan would love to see the bears absolutely torch that defense to pieces pick aaron Rodgers off all the fuck now I would also love the uh, play calling to remain in the hands of Bill Lazor. We obviously have seen how much of an improvement that has made. Um, Bears fans traveled really well to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I love what we're seeing there. Yeah. They're going to be obviously rough and rowdy in the uh, in the old soldier field. So I think everything is kind of starting to come together. I don't want to put my foot in my fucking mouth, but it just seems that what we should have done to start the season is finally in place now. Laser should have been calling the plays. Sure. Field should have been QB1. Nagy should have been overseeing, pulling the fucking strings, doing what he needs to do. Up in the high castle with uh, old, old uh, Gase, you know, having fun with him. Or not Gase. I had him Gase. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, why can't I think of the Bears GM right now? Ryan oh, Pace. Oh, Ryan Pace. Ryan yeah, yeah, yeah. Pace. Uh, yeah, about the same level. Uh, and then Sean Desai <laughs> really starting to turn it on too. So yeah. uh, I think this is where they needed to be. I'm not saying I'm back 150% on the train because we could get smacked in the mouth and then go back to Tampa Bay and get smacked Ooh, in the mouth even that's harder. That's play after the Packers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, and boy. it's and and I said it when we talked about the fucking yeah. Bears. The schedule makers fucked us yeah. because it's literally home away, home away, home away, home away, home away. Everybody was so excited. Oh, we got the home opener. We're in Soldier Field. Yeehaw! And ever since, it's just been home away, home away, home away. <laughs> and it's just it's all it is throughout the entire season. It is so fucking hard. We have some difficult opponents that we get to play at home, like the Packers. Some give us a little bit of an edge, but. Son of a gun. It is a rough uh, four or five game stretch here. Yep. So, temper expectations, Bears fans, but still, bear down. Next game up on tap San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. Partner, we were both on this game uh, plus five and a half. Uh, for the in favor of the 49ers, they were getting five and a half points. You know how it goes down. Uh, NFC West wild matchup. They couldn't hold off the Cardinals long enough. Looks like Trey Lance is injured. Uh, might be a one to two week deal, but they do have their bye week this week, so right. not a whole lot to <clears throat> worry about. What are you drawing from the Trey Lance 49ers and also the uh, Arizona Cardinals, Cardinals. with uh, Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray, I mean, he did look a little banged up there, and it has me a little slightly concerned there. Um, I, you know, with the way this is playing out, I mean, I still like the Cardinals. I really like the Cardinals. I still very much like their chances to get the playoffs, especially with the Seahawks losing Wilson and now the Niners. Yep. Very much looking like another team. I th- still think they would be they're better than they were last year, but they're starting to get into that injury category what yep. they were last year, and yep. it's not good. And uh, you know, unless they get fully healthy. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I don't. I think they'll be a team that will cover some spots here and there, but they might let you down in spots where you would normally expect them to cover, like this one, because I do think they, with some extra health, I do think they should have covered this one. But 10 points against the Cardinals, man, not... Eh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like 27, 24 type stuff, but mm. I'm a little concerned about the Niners here going forward. Yeah, um, I am a little bit more sold now on the Cardinals' defense, sure, uh, sure, for sure. sure, as well as the 49ers' defense. I was low on both of them, yeah. and uh, now I'm kind of different, singing a little bit different, too. Not too bad, but offensively, the 49ers are a fucking train wreck. Yeah. Hopefully, they can get Trey Lance into a good spot. With the RB carousel, it's never going to be a good spot for them. But offensively, the Cardinals look damn good. That uh, ten to one to ten connection, uh, the Kyler Murray to D Hop connection, yep. looking pretty damn nice once again. Uh, Rondell Moore looking like the guy yeah. I predicted he would be out of Minnesota. All that being said, uh, that does it for the Arizona and 49ers game. Next game up on tap. Uh, two games left. Two games left, ladies and gentlemen. Alert, alert, alert. Uh, we have the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys NFC ish matchup. Dallas Cowboys win this game 44 to 20, my Oof. friend. And they cover that minus seven. Um, was kind of a close game there. Excuse me, at the jump. Um, you know, little 17 to 10 action, one score game at halftime, and then the Giants fell apart and the Cowboys hammered down. You know, the Cowboys are back. Maybe not. The Giants fell apart in the second half because Danny Dimes almost got his head taken off. Yep. He was drooling out of his face. <laughs> yeah, that and was almost, ugly, man. Almost fucking fell over in the middle of the field. Uh, Saquon is probably back out for at least five. Five to six, I would say at the minimum. Three to five, I was five say, to I seven. Think it's more three, four ish, but three still, to five, maybe still. somewhere in there. Either way, you don't want to fucking tempt that. Yeah. Having a faulty fucking ankle on, I'm pretty sure the same leg he just messed up the knee on. I'm not sure. Is not something you want to have another faulty part after yeah. you just get a surgically repaired knee done. 
So I'm a little worried about the Giants. What the fuck is going to happen? I don't think all the shiny pieces in the world can help uh, you make Mike Glennon look good at this point in his career. Um, I'm not even sure who is the RB2 in... uh, Uh, Devontae Booker, I believe. It's Devontae Booker now. Um, Obviously, nothing to write home about in Las Vegas his last two years of his career or in Denver. So I mean, really, the only bright spot... I think the Giants are fucking cooked. I think they are, man. I think the only bright spot to take out of this, and he ended up getting suspended at the end of the game, Kadarius Tony looks good. I mean, it's still kind of juries out as far as what his production will be when they're fully healthy, but he at least looks good, like a potential piece for a long time there. But then, like I said, he gets suspended... Or not suspended. Did I say suspended? He gets kicked out of the game at the end there, but... Yeah, I think they're cooked as well, my friend. I uh, I am blanking on who they've got this next week, but uh, the future, at least in 2020, ain't good. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, once again, still not all the way in on the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see what happens there. We'll talk about it some more tomorrow. Sure. But the final game to break down before we do a little bit of extra nonsense, get you all out of here for the day, the Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs. My partner locked this in on the Monday before, so last Monday, he locked in the Bills' money line. Wasn't even playing around, didn't want the points said, fuck it. We watched Thursday's game, I said, oh, partner, what the fuck's going to happen here? He said, I'm not going to lie, I'm sweating just a little bit, but I still believe in these Buffalo Bills. And boy, oh boy, did the Buffalo Bills show up. They They looked fucking good, man. Josh Allen looked great. Emmanuel Sanders looks great. Stephon Diggs looks fucking great. Dawson Knox looks terrific. Zach Moss and Devin Singletary look great. That defense is fucking Clamps McClamperson. It is fucking ridiculous. The Bills, the best way you can sum up the Bills is that picture of Stephon Diggs standing on the sideline after they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. And basically, that is the mentality that everyone Mm -hmm. on that football team is playing with this year. The Bills are fucking here. The Bills are back. Bills Mafia. I don't want to get you up too high and get your hopes up and then get crushed again. Right. I think it's worthwhile now. Oh, most definitely. I think right now I will confidently say that they are, without a doubt, my best team in the league right now. I, uh, I'm i wondering, my only concern is are they peaking too soon? That's obviously a concern. Mm-hmm. A team that's looking like this in week five, six, obviously the first handful of weeks, are they peaking too mm-hmm. soon? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't think so because you look at the other teams in the AFC obviously we got to see him against the Chargers I mean I think the Chargers still got a peak left for them coming yeah you got the Browns and I mean I think even if the Chiefs start to figure some things out I think with that Chiefs defense I don't think there's enough they can do to close the gap on the Bills this year I think the Bills are with the differences on their defenses just a lot better man like a touchdown better right now and Sounds crazy, but Chiefs defense is bad, man. They fucking it's suck. Bad. There's no line. It's There's bad. Frank Clark was back, and with, he, with it the didn't names, matter. With the names they have there, it makes no sense how they're that bad. Right. So that's number one. Number two is that I think the Chargers win the AFC West. Yeah, I think I agree. that's a done deal said rap. I, and yeah. I said it a couple weeks ago. Kingdoms fall, empires crumble, kings live and die. And we are seeing the passing of the torch from 
a very dominant, dominant reign of the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't think they're going to put together this dynasty five, six, seven Super no. Bowls. I just don't think it's possible. I think they'll get back to the playoffs. It reminds me very, very all too similar of a decade ago of my Packers and Aaron Rodgers. They start paying him. Mm-hmm. Defense starts to drop off. I mean, the year yeah, after they won the Super Bowl. Man. Yeah, and I don't think it, that contract quite kicked in this year, but, I mean, their defense wasn't fantastic the last few years. They just didn't get yep. many pass rush, and – much like you, I think it's going to continue to progress like that. The next five years, the Chiefs are going to have a very bad defense. Answering our man's question or our, our friend's question from earlier, are the mm. Chiefs still Super Bowl favorites? They are still third on the list of third Super Bowl odds. That plus 750 behind the Bills not, and the Bucks. Not my personal favorite at all. That's per the books, per FanDuel, uh, FanDuel Sportsbook. Shout out once again. Um... Yeah, they're not uh, they're not on top of my list as uh, favorites, anything like that, as I can say right now. If, I, if this, like uh, I said, fuck if if they, especially if they lose the AFC West, it is going to be tough right. sledding for them getting in the yeah. uh, even in the playoffs. Right, hundred percent. I mean, if this has any uh, draw as far as what the books want you to think, as opposed to the Super Bowl odds, I mean, the Chargers are still. I'm not even seeing. Oh, they're plus seventeen hundred. They're six seven tenth on this list okay division odds they are both at plus 125 okay so a little something something to think about both right of there. them at plus 125 uh, man. you know there's a lot of analysts too that are calling saying hey i, I would have just drafted justin herbert before half of the guys that got drafted before him and, oh yeah and you know i don't I think that, one i don't think they're out of their minds or off stepping i think you're I finally think seeing that and i yeah i think that i think he might have even had a bigger year last year if it wouldn't have been for anthony lynn my friend yeah I think it would have been uh, a huge year. And I think he has the damn near possibility. If he starts putting up some fucking numbers, boys and girls, uh, we might see just quite possibly him repeat as an offensive player of the year instead uh, of offensive rookie just yeah. straight up offensive player of the year yeah kind of like i it said a minute kind of like i said a minute ago i don't know if they would be better than the bills but i still think they've got a peak like uh, a peak to their yeah. season that we haven't quite seen yet yeah i'm out on kansas city too boys and girls i can't uh i can't stress to you enough i i said this at the beginning i mean this is kind of the same thing too chiefs going chief like they're gonna win a lot of these games not games like this it's elite talent i think those teams have built themselves to be able to b- beat the chiefs but they're going to win some of these games. They're just not going to cover. It's just not going to happen. And they damn well might not cover this upcoming week against the football team. We'll see. We'll talk about it on tomorrow's show. But that does it all. Holy cow. Holy smokes. All 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16 games from week 5 of the NFL regular season have been recapped. By yours truly, the TTL crew, Riley R. Max Madison and Colton, Captain Colt, Colt 45, Sroka. Can't thank you enough for uh, stopping by, listening to us talk. If you're a fan of uh, the TTL pod, member of TTL Faithful, you know what's coming. We got a little extra uh, to talk about, a little something, something additional here uh, after we do the main bulk portion. A little talk in the line after ours, ours, if you will. So that all being said, first thing up on tap. My friend to my left. What's up, Rome 2? Appreciate you stopping by. Partner. Maureen on the bells, okay. Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 144 of the TTL pod on this BEA beautiful October 12th, 2021. Okay, couple questions here. 
for both of us, actually. First of all, who is your, through five weeks of the NFL season, who is your NFL MVP? And then following that, uh, you know, obviously whoever's week through five MVP is not necessarily the full, uh, usually not the full season MVP. So who is your, through week five, who has been the MVP? And then uh, finally, who would be your pick? And I'll give you some odds after you answer the first part of that question. So yeah. So who is uh, yeah? I, I I'm good. I'm so who is my MVP and who would be my pick? What's so who is who has the been difference? the MVP through five? That doesn't necessarily mean you would place a bet on them to win the full season MVP. Is what I'm saying. Oh, so you want who I think, but then also who I would bet. So kind of the same thing, but not really the same. Not thing. at all okay. the same thing. Okay. So, the, but wouldn't who I think would be the so who through I think is like the week through five, five weeks last week, well, Russell Wilson was the who, clear MVP, right, but, then but that doesn't mean you're betting term, on him for the entire term. season. Okay. Okay. But wouldn't that still kind of seem like ah, either way? No, um. <laughs> but yeah. But I wouldn't have faith in who I would bet now to. Either way, uh, Kyler Murray is my MVP mm-hmm. in the first five weeks. I have no question in my mind. He's looked like a leader. He's done it with his feet as per usual. But he's brought a whole nother level of with his arm. He looks so damn good. Um. Would I hammer him in? <sighs> Pretty damn close, honestly, because I think he continues. Uh, he continues to do exactly what he's doing. Um, ah, I'd be really close either between him and Herbert, honestly, right now. I just think those two guys are going to start racking in stats. And at the end of the day, that's what these NFL honors awards are. Excuse me, based off of mm-hmm. numbers, 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 numbers. That's all that matters. And I think that's what we're going to start seeing here. And either one of those two guys, honestly, is who I would put as uh, who, I'd, who I'd put an early sprinkle on here for MVP of okay. Uh, 2021. Okay. Who we got? Uh, for myself, as far as through week five, I would say Murray. But I also, kind of what I said a few minutes ago, as far as the Chargers not quite hitting their peak yet, I might actually th- take, I'm not saying through week five he has been the MVP, but I would probably take Justin Herbert. Mm, we're on the same fucking page. Well, it's, I, and <laughs> okay. For me, I if they are the one or two seed in the AFC and they beat the Chiefs out for the division, yeah, I think it's give Justin it Herbert. It and even especially if they beat the Chiefs twice and the Chiefs still kind of come back and you know give them a run for their money, if they got 13-plus wins, I'm giving it to Justin Herbert. We Unless got, Josh uh, Allen finishes 15-plus wins or something like we that. We got one Derrick Henry or Tom Brady. My opinion on that, Derrick Henry, I think, much like much like you, we're on the, the side of some point in time this that he has to get injured or something has to regress, Bang right? Up or just right? Out. Yeah. Right? I think so. Or he could just be made of an entirely different material that's not human being, much yeah. like Miles Garrett, as I've already said. Mm-hmm. Tom, um... I just think there's too many other teams that are going to be like more prolific as far yeah. as wins and where they're at than the Bucks, much much like the Chargers. And if like the right. Chargers make the fucking playoffs and they oust the Chiefs, just like you said two seconds ago, at 150 yeah. percent, give it to him. But also Kyler vote as well. Uh, yeah, I think it's either between those. If Kyler keeps it up and the Cardinals get to the fucking playoffs, it's pretty much the same. Oh yeah, cut from the same cloth. In that yeah, aspect, sure. Then. And I think as far as Tom Brady, I wouldn't bet on Tom Brady just because, or even. And I think Aaron Rodgers could be in that conversation. I wouldn't bet on him because I think there's going to be four or five guys that are going to be very similar stats, very similar team standings. And what do we see across not only the NFL, but across all these other different leagues? When you have three, four, five different guys that are right there, they typically give it to the guys who haven't quite done it yet. Agreed. For the most part. Agreed. Unless yeah. someone stands out that much. Those old uh, voters, whoever votes and gets right. the numbers and all right. that jazz. Yeah, most definitely. I would agree with that for sure. So 
Because, I mean, in Rodgers and Brady's yeah. case, if they're sitting one and two in the NFC, it's not going to be like an unbelievable feat or anything like that, you right. know? Right. Well, hey, hell of a rabbit hole. For sure. Appreciate you for your uh, sidebar as always, partner. Hey, 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 hey. Lace up the skates. Ice oh, hockey baby. is back, boys and girls. It's time to get on with it. It's time to get back on the NHL ice. We got two games on tap today. The Pittsburgh Penguins versus the reigning, defending, two-time champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Played in Tampa Bay. I'm going to stay far the fuck away from that game. If yeah. I'm leaning anywhere, I'm leaning to the under. But then again, opening game could be fucking bananas. Right. Other game up on tap. Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Seattle Kraken. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Not played in the crack house as of yet, but that's, <laughs> what, that, that's what the old Seattle uh, fans are calling it, the crack I house. I would love to be on that ship. They're calling it the fucking crack, crack house, house, and I would be too. Uh, and I think, I, you know, I'm wearing Kraken colors today, pal. I might have to buy... Well, I didn't even plan this, and I got a bet. I'm going to fucking say it now. I have a bet in this matchup, and I did not even plan it because I am taking... The underdog in this game. I'm not giving you a bunch of analysis. I'm not giving you a whole lot. A couple key reasons. I don't really honestly just one key reason. I love the Kraken tonight because I think the books know less about the motherfucking Kraken than I know about the yeah. Kraken. And I think they're going to make this a dirty, scrappy, defensive, enjoyable hockey game to watch. And I think they eke it out 4-3, 3-2, just something goofy, something weird, and I think that they are being priced like this because they're an expansion team. And you can look across their offense, you're like, ah, shit, how are they going to even get any fucking goals on net? I don't think that matters, boy. I think this is going to be very intriguing, and one thing that really caught my eye is, I always say it on the show, severe monetary liability. Right. Anytime a team is getting 99% of actual money wagered on a money line, and it is that steep, and I just think that the Kraken are priced a little bit too good uh, for where we should see the production. I think they should be much similar to how the Penguins are priced to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Lightning right around minus 190 and the Penguins right around plus 160, 170. Am I still right on that? Uh, Looking like it's actually going the opposite way. Penguins are getting up over 200 plus 200. Oh, so it is going the opposite way. Yeah. And uh, so far the Kraken pretty much stayed about stayed the same. Stay right there, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... We'll see what happens, uh, but you want to ride with me? You want to sweat with me? My partner's already locked it in. I convinced him. I, I, just, the crack, hey, I don't think that the fucking books know enough to uh, make them a 220-point right. dog. Give me the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Ride it with the TTL crew. Hey, I got another play for you, sons of bitches. No, you too, really? If you didn't know. Uh, my motherfucking ass has got to play some Tuesday night college football. Yes, sir. We do. Uh, we got... Actually, a hell of a game on tap, yeah, man. dude. I'm kind of salty at myself. You had no idea. I had no idea this was. I I guess Tuesday is kind of my, especially the way the schedule has been shaken out. I don't have to really uh, get into it until Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then, absolutely. And then you guys said we got some college football tonight. And he was like, "Wait, we do?" I said, "Yeah, it's a barn burner. We got the raging Cajuns against the Mountaineers, son. Appalachian State, the Fun Belt, baby. ULL Fun Belt football on a Tuesday night. Are you fucking kidding me? What have we done to deserve this, Almighty? I thank thee. Stealing the action from the Maxion, dude. Can't blame him. The Fun hey, Belt. I'm tuning in, and I got a bet. Yeah." Suggest you get it in quick because I do think this raises up to closer to a touchdown. I am taking the Appalachian State Mountaineers minus five, minus five and a half. I am comfortable with minus five and a half. 
I think this finishes closer to a touchdown or even eight. Um, the main reason because of that, and I think this line is so low, is because Cam Peoples was out last week running back for Appalachian State. He yeah. is going to be back this week. And why I like that so much is because the Raging Cajuns suck against the run. Mm-hmm. They can't plug a hole in a sinking boat. I promise you that. Cam Peoples will have a night against them. They do have a decent pass, uh, pass regime, but they haven't faced crazy, crazy passing uh, uh, offenses right. on the defensive side of the ball so far this year outside of Texas. And even then, they didn't find much success in that department. Right. So I think that they're – Bijan Robinson ended up actually gashing them too. So I think it's very, very similar to actually that game. Uh, Appalachian State is sneakily under a lot of people's radar, and I've been backing them, making a good amount of money on them this year. And I loved the Raging Cajuns last year. They've just come out a little lackluster, not the same amount of pop that they had last yeah, year, if we'll you fly. will. And uh, I just think they're being overvalued. I would put this a lot closer to a touchdown or eight. No, this isn't typically a uh, pick show, but hey, my friends, two coming at you, baby. Release the Kraken. Let's get weird with the Mountaineers, Mountaineers baby. baby. I ride with you on the Mountaineers, my man. I have not locked it in quite yet, but uh, it does. Uh, let me double check. I do believe it is dropping to four and a half here. If I'm not mistaken, it is down to four and a half now. Ooh. For okay. uh, obviously, Appalachian State still the favorites. Over under 57 and a half. Maybe a little. Uh, Where you? Hmm. Uh, what do you have it drop? Yeah, it has dropped down on DraftKings. Is that? Uh, uh, I was seeing it on FanDuel. Okay. Four and a half. So it honestly might just uh, have a little bit of reverse line movement to it here this afternoon. I'm not really honestly too worried about that. We saw it plenty last week, mm-hmm. and this has been. Just a fine week for uh, the public to handle business. Yeah. I don't think this is anything you have to worry about. They're getting 69% of the bets and 84% <laughs> of the money, and I really don't think that's an issue you got to worry about at all. The is, They want you to look at this as, oh, my gosh, uh, the, the Raging Cage is getting 16% of money. That's nothing you have to worry about. That's just some legalized gamblers down there in Louisiana trying to uh, make some money on their homeboys and uh, – they're just not all that this year. No, so I don't think I'll so. take them four and a half, five. I'm not worried about it. Uh, I did think it was going to go up to five and a half, but hey, I'm not fucking worried about that either. So give me the four and a half. I'll lock it in all day long. It opened up at two and a half, my friends. Remember that public buyback. They're trying to get it back to the original opening line. Just remember this line opened much differently. So once again, I love the... Um, Mountaineers, State Mountain, Mountaineers, minus four and a half, minus five. Wherever you got them at my friends all that being said uh no action from me uh mlb wise tonight i'm gonna stay away from your socks i'm gonna let you guys well afternoon action out. baby um i'm not going uh to really i don't know maybe i'll mess around with uh dodgers giants you got d scafani going against gonsolin this afternoon or this evening uh that matchup was absolutely bananas uh yeah kyler does have a tough and a half schedule too buccaneers yeah, yeah that is also very interesting um a game in Los Angeles was absolutely bananas. Last night? Oh, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. me sideways. I had the Yurfi. Uh, didn't end up putting it out because I thought it was going to be kind of a sweat. And with everything that happened, shit, Mad Max about fell off the doggone mound. It was yeah. so windy. I, I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of insane. Either. We'll see what happens uh, as far as that game. I mean, I could see them forcing game five, but I don't know, boy. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. As far as Brewers on there. 
if they uh, if they lose, they're done for. If they win, they force the game five. They got Eric Lauer mm. starting to save their mm. season against Charlie Morton. Oh shit! I don't know, and man. That's in Atlanta, it is in Atlanta. Oh no, that's not great. Well, offense has been a little lackluster. Actually, extremely lackluster. Mm. Zero the last two days. So, oh boy, all games. right. So there's that. We got MLB tonight. We got some college football. We got some NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you check our best bets. Follow us on the action app. I am at cash underscore with underscore. Colt Riley is at RMAX in all caps. You can follow the Talking the Line best bets at Talking the Line. You can also go to TalkingTheLine.com and find our best bets on the Today's Best Bets tab. Who the hell would have known that? Who knows? Uh, one week away officially from NBA season starting, my friends. Uh, get ready to rock and roll. Uh, one day away from our actually home team, uh, Chicago Blackhawks, hey, going back to the NHL starting. You will see me rip out the classic Death Black Stadium series on opening night as I do every single year. I'll be, uh, depends on what happens with my socks. If they're going game five tomorrow, uh-huh, then I got to uh-huh, go that, uh-huh, obviously. Uh-huh. I feel, uh, feel you there. So, uh, NBA will definitely be d- diving deep into that. Do not worry. No reason to bet preseason, uh, no. NBA. You don't need, you don't need to do that. So if anybody's trying to give you preseason NBA plays, you might as well just walk out to your local pond and just start throwing sticks of dynamite out there and hoping you catch a fish at some point in time as he floats up to the top. Both Our- preseason wagon though, baby. Yeah, they were preseason wagon last year so i'm a little worried but we'll see when it gets to the regular season last but certainly not least 28 measly days away from the start of our favorite time of the year it doesn't matter if it's big sky it doesn't matter if it's aac the sec the fucking mac pack 12 all the fucking above give me college basketball into my veins i need it every bit of it november 9th 2021 (laughs) my goodness i looked ahead about cream my jeans because there's fucking 30 games on tap in one fucking day I digress, but I will tell you we will be cashing those college basketball yes, tickets, really and uh, I cannot wait to uh, bring that guys to you that to you guys because um, boy oh boy, that's where we started capping. We haven't had we we weren't even considering ourselves. We hadn't taken this leap of faith and this jump and this journey back when we were capping uh, college basketball for the first time. So I cannot wait to get back into it. I am so excited to have, make more content on it. I absolutely love college basketball. Yeah, so, so that's kind of my niche. So uh, I can't wait to just can't wait to be able to have all types of new different shit too. So yeah, no doubt. Speaking of additional content, make sure you uh, stay tuned to our blogs. You ain't uh, signed up for the blogs yet. You can go to talkingtheline.com on our blogs page and uh, anywhere you see it on the homepage or in the blogs, just enter your email. Don't know why I got to say this, but I always do. We will not send you fucking spam. We will only send you our blog straight to to your email inbox. You can enjoy them. Uh, Might have a little uh, Colts Inspiration Daily Corner coming up, maybe three days a week. Maybe a little CBB conference series. You got the UFC blog. You got your NBA futures coming up. You got your extra cheddar every week. Plenty of stuff that you guys need to be preppy to. All that being said, uh, we'll have some new stuff. One more plug on Wise Words, episode number six. Make sure you stop by that bad boy coming out tomorrow after the show, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Electric guest from Philly, NBA and college football writer, content creator, 
uh, for Yahoo Sportsbook and for the Philadelphia Insiders. Yes, so this man, absolutely electric, uh, had the uh, Northeastern accent. First time that we have really got to talk with somebody yeah, uh, from Philly. It's and when it, it was absolutely, it was a blast. It blasted a fucking half. So we'll definitely have him back on again as well and suggest you follow him on Twitter once you find out who it is tomorrow. Make sure you smash that subscribe button if you haven't already. Hit the like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating, all that good shit. Can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do, however, because it only helps us make this bad boy right here and TTL Sports Media in general bigger, better for each and every one of you. All right, I remind y'all enough shit here. Let's uh, let's shake it out. Let's get ready to uh, go on about our Wednesdays here, but not before a little extra inspiration, motivation for each and every one of you with my Motivation Minutes. Let me get a quick sip of some high-quality H2O here, partner. Of course. That's always the good stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. I get the sound effects, no doubt. You got that right. Okay. So, I want to do a little something different today. And uh, do a little visualization exercise okay. here. Huh? What do you think? So, if you're uh, watching, you're listening, uh, and hopefully you're not operating a motor vehicle or anything crazy, don't close your eyes if you are doing that. But... <clears throat> A little bit more of an effect if you want to close your eyes for sure, but you don't have to. Uh, listen to the sound of my voice, whatever. I'm going to tell you a little story. Uh, it is involving you. I want you to visualize yourself in this story, and I'll walk you all the way through it. And it's about letting go of that worry and anxiety and fear in your life. So this is not me. This is not original content. It was in a totally different way. I heard it years ago and uh, popped into my head for some reason. Don't know who needs to hear it, but thought I'd share it for you to close out the show today. So let's rock. I want you to envision yourself on top of a hill. Top of a hill, then you look down and you're on a beach. All right, and this is, we're setting the scene here. And you are looking down at the hill and it's kind of a combination of grass and sand. The weeds have kind of overgrown and the sand is warm on your toes. It's, it's a beautiful day, skies are blue not a hardly a cloud in the sky you hear some seagulls chirping in the background and you feel a slight tug on your hand as you're starting to take notice of everything going on around you and you look to your hand and you realize that you have a string tied around your hand and you know what in the world is going on here so you start to follow it and you realize there's a big old red balloon tied to your hand and you feel the tug and the gentle pull as it sways in the ocean breeze and you start to realize that there's things written on the side of this big old red balloon. And actually, there's things bouncing around inside of it, too. And you start to take account of what in the world is all of that shit on there and going on in there. And the closer you look, you see that it's all your worries. It's all your anxieties. It's all your fears. It's that promotion that you thought you were going to get, but Sally got or It's that opportunity that you thought you were going to weigh was going to come your way but John got or it was the fact that you think you will never measure up an XYZ part of your life whatever you're worrying about right now or whatever is happening in your life right now all of them are right there and they're present and they're never more than just a short balloon string away right from your mind they're always tied to you they're always there pulling at you constantly well I want you to do this for me now. As you stand on that hill 
And as you feel the sand in your feet, you feel the tug of that balloon, you've taken account of what's in that balloon bouncing around. Look down that hill. You see a nice path with some rocks to either side, kind of clearing it out through all the weeds and the sand on the side of this hill. And it actually leads down to that beach where the tide is slowly crashing in. And you think to yourself, man, if only I didn't have this doggone balloon pulling me back towards the top of this hill, wanting me to float away, if only I could just get down there. And as you start to think that, you realize that there's also a cabana down there. And man, oh man, does that, geez, that looks like one of the nicest cabanas I've ever seen in my old doggone life. And what is that absolutely gorgeous bed that is sitting in there with a bottle of the finest champagne and fruits and cheeses and crackers of the nicest variety? What is that down there? Man, they also got a sign on that cabana that says, no red balloons allowed. Hmm. Damn. How am I going how am I going to do that? Well, today I give you permission to stand at the top of that hill and slowly unravel that string. Let that string loose off of your hand and look at those worries, look at those fears, look at those cares one more time and let that motherfucker go. Let that red piece of shit float away into the existence. Watch it slowly go into the blue. It fades away into the cloudless sky and now you don't see it and bam, your attention comes back to the beach, to the shore, to that cabana and you start to make your way down that path that I mentioned. You make it to the cabana and you see that that pillow on that bed is actually the cloud that you thought you might see in the sky. It is the softest thing in the planet. You do a full swan dive and sink into that bad boy. The bottle of champagne magically pops itself and pours a glass, and you just start to sip, relax, and feel the ocean breeze. You don't even remember that red balloon that drifted off into the distance. All that matters is right here and right now, on that bed, in that cabana, feeling the ocean breeze, hearing the slap of the waves on the beach itself. And I want you to remember this anytime that feeling you have right now. Nothing matters but that bed, how it feels, where you're at, the feeling of the breeze going against your face. Remember this right here, right now. Because when that red balloon wants to come back, you now have this place to come back to. Now that does it for the story, not for the full motivation minutes, but I want you guys to remember anytime those worries, those fears, those anxieties come back to you, just envision this this story, this picture. You're standing on top of that hill. You can make that balloon any fucking color you want. I don't give a damn. Put any anxieties, worries, fears, stresses that you have in that balloon And let that bitch go. And remember that you ain't and you can't enter that cabana and feel that feeling again if you have that balloon tied to your hand. So I give you permission to let that go today. You ain't going to solve the world's problems in one day, in this next hour, this next minute, this next moment. Go find your fucking cabana. 
Go find your opportunity to settle down, to slow down, and a chance to escape. Because I know how much it can weigh down. I know how hard this life can get sometime. And I hope that uh, gives you a little something-something you can come back to from time to time. So from me to you, I appreciate you. I love you all. That does it for my Motivation Minutes of the Day. Solid stuff, as always, my man. I, I want to be in that cabana real damn bad right now. I promise you that. <laughs> appreciate it. You got something to always come back to now. There you go, my friends. There you have it, officially my motivation minutes not oh, even in the, no the metaphor was fantastic not even metaphorically i want to be in that command <laughs> absolutely me amazing. too it does sound spectacular right now maybe one of these here days you'll see the ttl crew one of them their cabanas but a little 65 degree lake michigan you cabana know, you know action who knows <laughs> who's to say all that being said my friends that is about the show let's send you on your way only way we know how Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, fans of the NFL Shield, fantasy football players, MLB fans, NHL hockey fans, fans of uh, gambling, Mm -hmm. just general in between. Anybody I might have left out far and wide for myself and Mags. Thank you again so much for choosing to stop by the TTL pod today. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate each and every one of you from the bottom of our hearts. We will only keep doing this every single day, connecting with you, each and every one of you, connecting with you, each and every one of you, whatever the hell that means. We'll just keep connecting with you. We love it. We love the network. Please keep reaching out, jumping in the live chat. We see each and every one of you. We appreciate the hell out of you. Last but certainly not least, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, let's cash. Whew. Bear down. Go some socks, tickets. Baby. That's a that's a I needed socks take it to cash to save my life today type of let's cash some tickets. Let's cash some <laughs> tickets, my friend. There you have it. Have a spectacular day.